Ladies and gentlemen, travel with me from sea to shining sea. Welcome to another summer 2003 edition of Bush Country. I'm your host, Darren. Alex Jones is off this week. Let me tell you about this war in Iraq. Saddam Hussein has a lot to fear. What does he have to fear? He has to fear the might of the U.S. military, the might of George W. Bush, and the smartest men in Washington, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, Paul Wolf, Colin Powell. Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, American brothers and sisters, this is going to be over before the end of the summer. Hello and welcome to another edition of What About Now? What About Now? I'm your host, Darren, and with me is a son of a bitch named Ted. That's me, the son of a bitch. You are a son of a bitch. You, you played that clip. Oh, I did, man. I did. He cut me in for half. So there you go. Now the world has heard all the glory that is Bush Country. I sure hope there's not other ones that are leaked in the future. I don't know. You never know. But uh, So for those of you who thought that you tuned into the wrong podcast, this is indeed What About Now and not Bush Country. It is not Bush Country, that long lost gem that I tried to keep long Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, yeah... Not my also, course. some people were hoping that maybe Bush Country was some sort of uh, throwback to 70s adult films, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Ooh, honey, turn on the Playboy channel. Bush Country's on. Again, these type of subjects aren't really good for podcasting. <laughs> uh, remember from the very first show, we're, we offer the best in audio pornography. <laughs> oh, man. Do you remember? I, I, I'll let you put in those sound effects. <laughs> yeah, no. Right, because there's, there's not enough, you know, pornography on the internet. We need to put more out there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to another edition. Um, no. I'm going to do, do something a little bit different this time. Ooh, oh, little, oh, little no, change is scary. Change is scary. Change, change what do you scary. have? But this, we've tried different things, and I'm going to put some of the behind-the-scenes work up front. I'm going to ask for Listener Prime right now. Huh. That's listener Prime right now. Because we've tried it at the end, we've tried it in the middle, we haven't gotten Listener Prime. So in case someone is listening to this and they decide to cut off after 15, 20 minutes, you have huh. your chance to be Listener Prime right now. We're putting what is it listener at Prime? the front. Wait, wait, wait. What's Listener Prime? Listener Prime is the first person to contact us. Contact, contact us via email at Darren and Ted at What About Now? No, it's Darren and Ted at no, gmail.com. No, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, Darren so and Ted at gmail. that's, why, that, that's why they're not contacting us, because they've yeah, been emailing, emailing us at the wrong email address. Yeah. Darren and Ted at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-N and T-E-D Ted at gmail.com. Also, you, if you want to send us an email to um, Darren at doesn't know the fucking email address.com. <laughs> Uh, I just corrected myself. Ted, who doesn't <laughs> let shit go. dot com. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, have you bothered to look up uh, anything about Modest Yahoo? Perchance, I will have to say <laughs> that he is moderately famous. He is because he had two gold records Man. and like five top twenty albums or something like that. He had no hit over. Number twenty-eight, no higher than twenty-eight, but sure, I, I will. Wait, I will you talk, wait, you talking about an album or a single? No singles, no single higher than twenty-eight, but I'll grant it to you, sure. But he had albums. He had like numerous top twenty albums. Yeah, That's absolutely. pretty good. I'm just saying. I, and uh, I'm sorry, 
two gold records, that's two golds equals a platinum, my friend. <laughs> that's how the math works? <laughs> okay. <laughs> in records, yes. A, pla- uh, a gold record in the U.S. A gold record in the U.S. is half a mil, and a platinum is a mil, and diamond is ten mil. They had to add that for, like, Michael Jackson and Shania Chain. So, so the Miami Dolphins have several AFC championships under their belt. Does that mean if they put two of them together, they have an extra Super Bowl win? Um, yeah, that's what I thought. That's really interesting. <laughs> you mean like the like the Bills? I'll tell you what. The Bills have four in a row. We're going to give them an honorary one. Yeah, they, when they get two, they can put two together, and then they get two Super Bowl championships. Four Super Bowl losses are the mm. equivalent of two Super Bowl championships by your math. Let's say five, because I mean, by that math, the Bills still won't make it. <laughs> uh, so what else? What else? So listener but prime, anyway, listener prime. Our our phrase. <laughs> you need to email us at Darren and Ted at gmail dot com, and give us the phrase that pays. Now, the do we have to come with the phrase? Very easy. Very easy this week. It's Bush Country. It's Bush Country. Bush Country. It's right, it's right in the beginning. That's all you've okay. heard. It's Bush Country. There you go. That's your phrase that pays. Is Bush Country. Now. Should what? we, like, have a little fun they? and re- repeat the listener prime, like, every ten minutes? Do you want to do something like that? Or? I don't want to go that far aboard. Let's take this this attempt first to attract our first listener, listener prime. Then okay. maybe we can go to desperately begging throughout the entire podcast. But we're All just right. putting it at the beginning this week. <laughs> Let's see what happens. But okay, if you and, want to and, go over some of the wonderful prizes they get, if they are listener prime. Uh, I didn't think we had any wonderful prizes. Do you want to get over some of the prizes we have? It's a, I, I can't remember because we've been doing it for so long. It's just a giant box of useless crap. There's a broken drill in there. Uh, doing this from memory. I don't know. Some, some, what do we have? Some An empty box of wall drills. Yeah. Cookie. We, we had a Star Wars toy. Uh, we had a princess, a Disney princess toy. Yeah. We, we, we have a pair of new Nike socks. That was just last week. New Nike socks. Nike Not socks, used. yeah. Yeah, Nike socks. Um, a Professor Plum card from uh, a Clue game. I think that was like one of our first ones. Professor Plum. I, I don't remember another single thing. So yeah, it's it's really a bunch of shit, people. I'm not. But the even point is, lie. but we just want somebody to reach out and say, "Hey, I'm listening. Give us some feedback. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you kind of think it's meh? What would you like to hear? What would you like to hear less of?" Couple ground rules, though. Ground rules is that it can't be anybody that we know, meaning no family, friends, nobody we've ever met before, a complete stranger. And the other thing is, really, not only do we want to send you shit, but we want to include you in the conversation. So, like, for example, we a few podcasts back, we had an argument about the idea about um, remember the bet and the what about not confrontation, and what was it? Refresh your memory because I'm having trouble. I'm like I've been up. It's very early this morning. We'll get to that in a second. But it was, it was idea. We had a disagreement about it. Well, it was like should, should you completely settle the terms of the bet before you look up the answer to the bet? And that's a perfect example of like well, we would ask for the opinion of listener prime. Say, hey, listener prime, do you agree with Darren? Do you agree with Ted about this particular disagreement? That's a perfect example of why we would that's need a listener fine. prime. I was thinking more of an interview with the person, let them talk about themselves. But if you want to involve your life into theirs, you go right ahead. No, it's about we direct questions to them. We get it's we get question we get answers their opinion on certain things, be it current events or disagreements, whatever. They're, 
That that's 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 what I was envisioning with Listener Prime. Okay, so you want them to kind of be the judge and jury over Team Darren and Team it, Ted. It seems like I don't want to get too meta here, but it seems like we're having a disagreement over the sort of the purpose of a Listener Prime, and this is the exact thing no, <laughs> that we would I, ask. Actually, I don't disagree. I just think you're very narcissistic. This and is I love to this bring is the exact thing. <laughs> this is the exact thing we would ask Listener Prime about. Is in fact the purpose of Listener Prime? What, my you know my. Interpretation of Darren's interpretation. Anyways, but uh, yes, I'm an artist. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay. Uh, by, by the way, have you made that sports bet yet? No, because there's no legal gambling in Maryland. Is oh, there? Does that, I thought that was what we were talking about, that it, it got approved. Uh, last time I checked, it was like New Jersey, but I haven't heard anything about Maryland. Uh, well, no, the, okay. I, I thought we had the discussion was we, the Supreme Court had said it can be approved. And I think you had said that Maryland was was on board with it, or something. I never, I know, I never said that. Oh, I said New. I think, I think I said like New Jersey was going to do it. But I remember asking. I said Maryland's a pretty liberal state. Do you think they'll be on board? And you said, yeah, they would. I don't know if they're on board yet or not, but. No, I, I no, I've never heard anything about Maryland legalizing gambling. Uh, maybe you have, it sounds like you have a little homework there. What? I listen to one of our podcasts. <laughs> no, to look up whether or not they've legalized. Sports gambling in Maryland. Well, I don't I, think they have. I, I don't know if they have or not. I, I'm just I'm asking you since you live in Maryland if they have. You know you don't have to live in a state to find out information about that state. I That's understand, but you know what? You being, <laughs> you being there, Darren, I thought maybe you would have firsthand knowledge. I do. I do have the advantage of the local news, which I actually never watch. But there's this thing called there's these series of tubes that you can use to look up this sort of information. Oh, by the way, uh, you have casinos in Maryland, so... There's casinos in every state. Okay. Because they're uh, Native American reservation casinos. Uh, fans will wager nearly $5 billion, but for Maryland's booming casinos, a federal ban on most sports betting means the growing market remains tantalizing. Okay, but they've just legalized it, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. You... I'm sorry. Are you looking it up now? Yes, I'm looking it up now. You told me oh to! Oh, my God. Are you a fucking millennial where you have no attention span? Dude, this is homework. You don't do your homework in class. That's, I fucking do my homework in class. Why would I want to do it at home? I got okay, shit to so do when I get home. Technically, since you are at home right now, you it does qualify as homework because you are okay. sitting in your okay. home right okay. now. Okay, here, here we go. I have your answer from you. This is from the USA Today. Sports betting could be legalized in Maryland as early as 2020. So, no. So, in other not, words, no. It's not. Not yet. So, you've okay. got... You've got till 20... You've got... We have to wait to 2020 for you to make your wager, unless you're in New Jersey and you want to do it there. But I, I frequently make trips to New Jersey. Okay. Well, are you going to make a wager when you go to New Jersey? Um, I sort of make a wager every time I go to New Jersey. The wager is, am I going to survive the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> you bet that- your life! <laughs> uh. Sorry, I was I always pulled the punchline because like I'm kind of hoarse. I've been up since very early. We'll get into that in a second. And I'm hoarse. I'm just, I'm recovering from a cold, so I almost fucked up that punchline. But um, New Jersey, gotta love it. Well, this podcast has been fucked up from the get go, so it's okay. And Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear about an hour long podcast that really took us about three hours to record tonight. It's, <laughs> not, it's not been great from the get go. So. Oh man, that's all right. But uh, I keep saying. Anyways, I've been up early. I was up early because... Or maybe a little tease. I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but I got a new washing machine. It was delivered 
bright and early this morning. You want to talk about that now Ooh, before we go. go to anything else? There's nothing more exciting than a washing machine, so absolutely, mm. let's talk about that. It makes me kind of sad for you in your life. There's <laughs> nothing more exciting than a washing machine. <laughs> and nothing more obvious than my sarcasm in that statement. <laughs> okay, what about a washing machine filled with blood? That would be kind of a exciting, not exciting, but intriguing. Ah, who done it? <laughs> um, no, so I got a new one. So um, I was sans, sans, sans. I was sans, as the French say. I was without washing machine for like a month because of one reason or another. Because the old one broke, but we we were holding off to the last minute to buy one because first we were getting, we were like waiting a week. My dad was coming to visit. Like a week later, we're like, no, no, he can fix everything. He comes and he works. He does like all this work. We're like, no, no, let's wait a week. He's gonna come. He's, I guarantee he'll he'll fix it. It was actually filled with mold. It wasn't. It was functional, but it was completely filled with mold that Ooh. we could not remove because it involved like taking it apart. I will not attempt oh, wow. to take apart yeah. a washing machine. But yeah. so he came and we took it apart, and he we like got it completely disassembled except we couldn't get to the part. Like there's like the the inner tub and the outer tub, whatever, we couldn't get to that because of some, didn't have the right tool or something. So, like, it was, like, completely disassembled, and yet we couldn't get to the mold. Oh, and wow. so we're like, ah, fuck. So, like, the weeks went by. Um, we were, like, hauling laundry, dirty laundry to New Jersey and back because we were, like, visiting, visiting family in New Jersey, so we were, like, doing laundry in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally I scheduled, and I called a repair person, and they came out. And first, I learned that we were taking it apart wrong because, like, within about ten seconds, he like he managed the retur- repair guy managed to disassemble it in the correct way so he could like. What we suspected that there was like a vast reservoir of mold underneath, and mm-hmm. we got to see the mother load of mold because, like, what now we, this, we, was, this we, wasn't inside the basin, the washing itself was like outside the basin, like the, where where the water isn't normally, kind of thing. No, no, there's there's an there is an inner basin and an outer basin so like where you put your clothes is like the big like thimble shaped thing yeah right? that's the inner basin there it's the inner basin and there's an outer basin right that like the inner basin spins around the outer basin but water Had is in into between. the yeah no no the water is supposed to go between the two okay water it not normally goes between the two but that's where all the mold was and so we, we ran like the cleaning cycle 10 20 times we ran, all, we kind of tried all kinds of things like vinegar and peroxide, and we kept getting more and more mold. And I'm like, did you use bleach? I mean, just pure bleach? Didn't use bleach because I didn't want to contam. I didn't want to like like contaminate the clothes. If we, it doesn't matter because when that repair guy came, within about thirty seconds, he got that top off, and we saw the vast reservoir of mold. Like, oh my god! And he's like, you know what? For all the mold that you see right now, there's like twice as much mold that you don't see in like all the hoses and in the motor. And he's like, it'll cost more to fix it, clean it, than to just get a new one. one. Gotcha. So I'm going to follow up with part two. Um, We got a new one. It got delivered. And this is like a total um, first world problem because I was bitching and moaning. I was like, why do you have to come so early? They delivered the new washing machine bright and early at 7 a.m. And that's like totally a first world problem. This machine, this miraculous machine that just cleans my clothes for me. It's like, but but they're coming at 7 a.m. Oh, come on. <laughs> but a little bit later, this is a little teaser for later, because I want to tell a story, because in that month, I had to make multiple trips to the laundromat, and I want to tell you all about that. Okay, wow. All the fun, all the fun that is going to the laundromat, because like everything I do, there's always my unique little ha-ha perspective on it. Anyway, so we'll get back to like 
you know, Ted's laundromat fun a little bit later. But what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I want to talk about how I've been going back to the gym and now I'm hungry. <laughs> so how long? Okay, well, let's, let's dive right in. Uh, how long has it been since you've been to the gym? Oh, it's been a couple of years. I think like the years. Last, yeah, it's been a couple of years. It's been a while. So years, years. Dude, that's the kind of encouragement people need to hear when they go back to the gym instead of "good for you." It's like, oh my god, you fat fuck! You haven't been for years. <laughs> <laughs> how are you still alive? <laughs> oh my god. Aren't, isn't your blood type pure gravy by now? <laughs> All right, so... Funny funny story. I went to the gym yesterday, and I work out with a friend of mine, and she decides... She kind of directs us. She's much more... She's always been more athletic. She was an athlete in high school. She's younger than me. She's, you know... So she's pretty kind of used to physical activity as far as working out and stuff like that. But she hadn't been in a while herself. But she kind of directs all of our activities, like, all right, we're working on this today, what machines we go to, and what we do, and all that stuff. At the end, she has us doing, like, this little ab roller thing. So she starts doing it, and she's like, and you can tell it's been a while since she's done abs, so she's already starting to feel the pull in the abdomen area there and, and the pain there, and she's like, oh. So I kind of get to the machine right next to her, and I do the first one, and I stop, and I wince. <laughs> and, she, and she looked at me, she goes, I did it like hurt that much in the abs? I said no. When I moved back, this ab roller pinched my back fat. <laughs> <laughs> and it sure as hell did. As I went back, the little <laughs> gap between the headrest and the body thing pinched my back fat. <laughs> and that sort of it bothered you? It didn't feel good, no. A nice good pinch of your back fat doesn't usually feel great. No. But was it was it the pain or just the embarrassment? I'm trying to understand here. It was the pain. It was the pain. Because nobody could tell that I pinched my back, fat, my back fat except for the fact that I looked at her yeah. and said, I just but, pinched my back fat. You know? But Darren, you knew. The embarrassment could be that you knew that it got your back fat. <laughs> yes, but... If you if you're at home and you shit your pants and then nobody else finds out, is it still embarrassing because you shit your pants? I mean, it's not as embarrassing if you do it in front of a whole room full of people. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but still, but I mean, is it slightly embarrassing? Yeah, but I know I'm out of shape, so it's not surprising. I, know, I see, <laughs> it's like I see I see certain problems here. Like it sounds like when you went back, you 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 should have started slow, and she attempted to murder you at the gym. Yeah. No, we start. We started slow. I've been at it for about a, a week or two, about two weeks now. So it's not okay. Not too bad. It wasn't my first rodeo, oh. but you, you know, know what? The rodeo. Were you were you doing weights and cardio? I, I start off with cardio. I usually start you know either on treadmill or the was elliptical machine, whatever the thing that thing's called. I always start off with yeah. that, and then I move to to weights or machines or whatever. Okay, and I Couple usually do a different here. thing like arms and chest one day and then like legs the next or something like that. yeah you got to change it up but also i've, I've rather you got to do weights first then cardio it's something it's like better you get a better workout if you do the weights first than the cardio really yes and also you don't want to always do the same thing because your body gets used to the exercises so you got to constantly right. change it up well that's what um, i'm saying we I'll, either do the treadmill or the uh, there's not a lot of options but it's treadmill or let me ask, let me ask you this so when i used to lift weights years ago now i can barely uh, you know, when I, when I go to the gym, I barely lift with because my joints can't handle it. But uh, I remember that the soreness was always worse the second day, not the next day, but the two days yeah. later. Yeah, that's that's about the case, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But uh, good, so good for you. Good for you. Yeah, 
and I'm, 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 ce- I'm... I'm celebrating my day at the gym by having a nice Oktoberfest. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That is, a, that is a beer? That is a beer? What that is, is it? a beer, and this is my favorite Samuel Adams beer. It only comes out this time of year, obviously. You start seeing it hit shelves early September um, for Oktoberfest, and it's usually gone by mid-November. Um, they start moving in their winter loggers and stuff like that. Um, so this time of year is always like my favorite time of year because I like this beer a lot. So it's like it's like their version of the the pumpkin spice latte. No, well it's it's not pumpkin flavored. They have a pumpkin ale. Oktoberfest isn't pumpkin flavored. No, no, Darren. See, that was something as... called we like that was something we like to call an analogy. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. But they okay, do, not they literally, have, not literally. They do have they do have a pumpkin ale. So, <laughs> and it's usually okay. in the variety pack that you find with Oktoberfest. I see. So, but I don't normally right. get the variety pack. I just get the straight case of Oktoberfest because I like it so much. So I'm drinking my Oktoberfest after a day at the gym, and I didn't really eat a big dinner, and I'm kind of a little hungry now. So I'm gonna indulge myself in some peanut butter. Peanut butter. Well, that's surely gonna help your el- elocution. Is that the correct word? The uh, pronunciation. Uh, pronunciation. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> peanut butter is good. Do you ever eat well. peanut butter straight off a spoon? <laughs> now, does it? Can I call it eating peanut butter straight if I eat it off of off of uh, a penis? Is that eating peanut butter straight? Do you eat it off of penises a lot? I don't know. I'm just saying, can I call it eating peanut butter straight if I eat it off of some dude's junk? That the peanut butter is straight. You're just not. <laughs> okay, just to clarify mm-hmm. that. Mm. Would you oh. like some? Would you like some peanut butter? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Where, where are you offering to, for me to eat it off of? Excuse me. I'm, I'm pointing the spoon right at the recorder right now. <laughs> offering you to lick my spoonful of peanut butter. Okay, like like literally or wink, wink, your, your spoonful of peanut butter? Uh, I guess you'll have to find out. Okay, well, well I'm going to get in the car and drive right down. Well, let me finish this spoon of peanut butter right here. Okay, this is not good for uh, our audience. I what iron? My wife knows I eat peanut butter. In a and and <laughs> hold on a second, hold on a second. What's wrong? <laughs> I can't tell if we're doing double entendres still. Are we done with that? <laughs> so your your wife knows that you go out and you eat a little peanut butter. If you know what I mean. My wife's our only listener. Is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she quit. <laughs> So your wife is <laughs> your wife is totally cool with you eating peanut butter. She likes the fact I eat peanut butter. It means I leave her alone. So does she, does your wife eat peanut butter? Not as much as I do. <laughs> do you ever you ever eat the chunky peanut butter? I don't like it with nuts that much. It's usually creamy, but sometimes I'll put the nuts in my mouth. Okay. Oh my goodness, have we has this joke run its course there? Well, the spoon's over, so I guess so. That's it. Okay, that's let's, let's bring it back. Butter. All right. <laughs> Just so the audience know, that's not a problem with your speakers. Um, he had a mouthful of peanut butter. I sure but, did. Uh, and it was good. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you need a cigarette now? I, I don't know. No, I'm still finishing my beer. <laughs> well, no, hold on a second. So, like, the post-coitus cigarette is pretty much done with, except for, I guess, in France. But because of smoking is generally not socially acceptable anymore. But like, so what is a replacement for the post-sex cigarette? Is there? 
post-sex blunt. Marijuana's not marijuana's more popular than ever. Yeah, but but do people generally do it post-sex though? That's not that's like your classic movie cliche from like 30, 50 years ago, whatever. Uh, I I did it I did it one time um, with my wife. She did not care for it. She doesn't like huh. pot. Her 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 dad was actually an old hippie, so he smoked pot pretty frequently. And um, my wife had never smoked pot before. Wait, wait. Are you talking about post-sex or just in general? She's never had it before. She had never had it before. Oh, okay. A few months ago when I actually brought some and shared some with her. So I was the one. I don't smoke that often, but I smoke occasionally. And I decided, well, I'm going to try to introduce it to you know, to her. And um, she, But you were, you were somewhere where it's legal. You were on your trip to Colorado, right? Fuck no. I was in the <laughs> confines of my own home. <laughs> All right. I, ha- I have a prescription. Okay. You are a... Because Florida is uh, legal when it comes to medical I have medicine. a there prescription. Yes. Okay. From doctor... From, from a doctor of veterinary medicine. <laughs> now, was it uh, your diabetes from not going to the gym? Or is it from, from your, your uh, diabetes from eating too much peanut butter? It was to cure back fat. So okay. That's what back it's fat. for. Mm. It's back fat cure. All right. Well, there you go. So it is legal in Florida for medicinal purposes. And, and believe, it, believe it or not, marijuana does cure back fat, fat. Back fat. The only problem is the bag of Funyuns I eat afterwards does not. So. Oh, man. Funyuns. So, um, yeah, the wife did not enjoy marijuana. She, she, she felt very little effect. She's like, it didn't seem to be a big deal. She didn't enjoy it. Well, whether, it or not she like enjoyed, whether or not she enjoyed the sex, yeah, probably not that either. So, so it sounds like that she didn't smoke enough because if she did, she didn't enjoy it or she didn't feel anything. Ah, uh, <laughs> are we still talking about the marijuana? <laughs> We're talking about the marijuana, not the sex. Yes. <laughs> she said she didn't feel anything. That means she, she probably. Now, are you sure you just didn't have like oregano? Somebody sold you a dime bag of oregano? No, no, because because no, I, I I felt a little something. I've, I okay. Know, it wasn't like super duper powerful, like like CIA grown psychotropic marijuana. It was just regular pot, but you know, <laughs> it was it was it was real. It's just she didn't really feel it. Now I've heard from a lot of people that that's not uncommon. That you don't necessarily feel something the first time, but uh, a couple of uses later, it'll start to kick huh. in. So, wow. So. But again, I don't think that that's replaced like your post cigarette, your post uh, sex cigarette, though. Uh, I'm just saying marijuana is more popular right now than it's ever been. Oh yeah. So I don't know how people are smoking it if they're smoking it post sex or not, but my guess is, yeah, it could be. Well, maybe this is an opportunity if, if we had a listener prime to say, "Hey, listener prime, what do you think should be?" We're trying to get maybe a new something new started, and we'd like to hear a chime in from listener prime about some ideas for a new post-sex activity, post-sex ice cream, post-sex uh, jogging in place. I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny if listener prime was Jeff Sessions? <laughs> Jeff Sessions is still so anti-pod; it's hilarious. Huh. But that, on the other hand, we have a direct line to Jeff Sessions. We do? If he's Listener Prime, let's, let's think of this <laughs> <minute>. Hmm. 
Not only that, I mean, he's emailed us. We have his email address. We can communicate with him. That's it. Um, we can we can try to convince. I would think the best thing to do with that power would be to try to convince him the error of his ways. Like for example, when my dad was visiting, he's like a, a diehard Trump voter supporter, and I'm sorry. And, I know, but like I wanted, to, and I had we had multiple conversations because we had some like long car rides together, and I approached her from the perspective of like I don't want you know I want to have a, a conversation, a dialogue, respectful dialogue. I want to understand your opinion, and I want to try to get your perspective and also try to convince you of certain things. Mm-hmm. And really, the only thing I think I was able to convince him of was that he didn't understand how Russians could hack our election, and I like bored him for 10 minutes about all my knowledge because I, I keep up on the tech news. I, had, I got like, I tell, tell give him like three or four in-depth points about hacking the election. And right. so I think I actually convinced him on that. But otherwise it was like, he just, has, he's just very libertarian. But okay. I, I, I don't understand. I, I understand that you, you, maybe it seems like the guy who's up, uh, you know, behind the podium, telling you all these things that that if you're a libertarian, or his particular set of beliefs, it sounds like you agree with them. But that's not what Trump is. Trump is a complete fraud who doesn't believe in any of that shit. Right, right. He's a con- and like the latest. And that's maybe it's a good transition because like the latest con is that his lot, his whole his the foundation of his whole self-made b- billionaire myth. Was, came out just when did the Times article come out? It was basically his dad uh, gave. I, was it yesterday or the day before? It, it was very recently. Yeah, yeah, very recently. Basically, um, Daddy gave him. They, they keep saying the equivalent of four hundred million in today's money. So it was yeah. like probably like fifty million. How many years ago? Exactly. It was. It was not the one million dollar little jump start he got. He, loan. He, the one million dollar yeah. loan. No, like like literally everything from out of his mouth is a lie and a con. But yeah. like my 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 dad. You know, here's all the things he says. He's like, you know, about and the Republican viewpoints and, and this and libertarian viewpoints and states' rights kind of thing. And he's like, yeah, but that has nothing to do with Trump. Trump's just a con guy. He's just saying those things. So he he, he doesn't actually give a shit or understand any of these things. So he, your dad's a states' rights kind of guy. He is. He's a very like states' rights. So um, he's quite okay with states telling the federal government, no, you can't come in here for immigrants. This is a sanctuary city. That didn't, topic didn't come up, so I don't know. Just we didn't get we didn't get we didn't get to that, but we we uh, he believes in states' rights when it comes to abortion. He's pro life and he thinks it should be up to the states to decide. Okay, okay. Um, so then actually, it should be up to the states for the uh, them to decide the immigration policy and whether or not again we didn't cover it. Yeah. He he thought that uh, drug Something use should be up to the states. It should okay. be totally up to every state about legalization of drugs. Okay, okay. So he wants a very decentralized government. Yeah, but he's a Trump supporter, and then and I, I guess I kind of at the end, he he, he in generally hates voting for Democrats, and his in his in his tagline is, "I voted the last time I voted for a Democrat was Jimmy Carter, and, I, and that he was terrible." So like he'll never, based on Jimmy Carter, he'll never again vote for a Democrat. But again, again, and then finally later on, I got out of him the idea that he's like, "Well, are you going to actually? Yeah, who's who's going to be the Democrat in 2020? Like, are you going to actually produce a decent candidate?" So, so like. So maybe he was. It was a combination of. It sounded like he agreed with Trump, even though Trump is completely full of shit. And there's not a single Democrat that I agree with, sort of thing. So I don't know. Hillary and Hillary was an awful candidate. Uh, Hillary was flawed. Um, she was certainly better than what we've got here. This this is very far removed than what her presidency would have been. 
I, I think it would have been scandal every day. Just and um, I mean, even with look at what the the right was, um, how they were just attacking and obstructing Obama every with every ounce, every. I'm thinking of like the the monologue from of Khan's monologue from Star Trek Two with every ounce of, I I spit on thee sort of thing. Traditions flame. Exactly. <laughs> from hell's heart I curse at thee. That was the Republicans' motto towards Obama. Wow. Uh, yeah, I understand. And that's kind of the job of the opposition party. You know, is 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 to fight for their particular point of view. It's not. I don't mind the normative use of that. I do mind things like not having a sitting president have let his Supreme Court justice have a have a uh, a hearing. And and the and the worst part about that was how dumb was that about for for Mitch McConnell and the Republicans to do that? Not even have a hearing for Merrick Garland. They didn't have to confirm him. They, they could have just voted against him, right? Yeah, yeah, they could have had the hearing, kept the normal protocols in place voted against him and, and just kept voting against whoever Obama put up there until time ran off the clock. And we would have said, yeah, they stalled and they stalled, but they wouldn't have broken any protocols. They wouldn't have broken any any the the uh, the the decorum that Tradition, supposed to have. Yeah. yeah. But now now they've set the now they have set this up for a constant breaking of decorum, breaking of tradition in the way that we handle our politics. And that leads down to a very, very dangerous road, I think. The bottom line is that it wouldn't have given the appearance that they stole a Supreme Court exactly. uh, we, we seat had, from Obama. Exactly. We could have had that accusation that he didn't get a fair hearing, blah, 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 but at least he would have had a hearing. Now, it's forever going to be known as a stolen seat. And, you know, it's... I don't expect politics to get pretty anytime soon. I think this is just no. ugly getting uglier. Um, and that's, uh, that's but not so, good. so right, like like right now the Kavanaugh stuff is really hot because today's Wednesday and on Friday supposedly we're gonna have the conclusion of the FBI investigation and basically I, I heard the FBI investigation might be over today. He he lied his ass off in front of in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Yeah. Um, yeah. about his drinking about. Not having found out about the accusations beforehand, um, and, and and not only that, but like, app, um, a lot of people that had supported him, including like some petition that was signed, like hundreds of law professors, basically said, not even the line, but just his temperament disqualified him. Look, I, you know, I, to all all those out there who might be right leaning or Republican leaning or Trump leaning, I, you know, thank you for listening because I know. We rag on, on, on the president a lot, and if you are hearing us, maybe you hate hearing us, you know, we still appreciate it. We still appreciate you taking the time to listen. But I want to ask those who do support Trump or support the right one question. Um, if this is, at its basis, a he said, she said thing, where it's her word against his word, and we can't ever really know what happened because none of us were there. And we have to take it on he said, she said. Doesn't it cause you some concern that the he said side has already been caught in several lies? Doesn't that make you doubt his credibility at least a little bit? Even if you're not completely and totally convinced about her credibility, which she seemed incredibly credible to me during her testimony. But if you're not convinced of her credibility, 
aren't you at least a little bit less convinced about his after some of the things he's been caught that are obvious lies? Boofing is not farting. Devil's Triangle is not a drinking game. And it was not legal for him to drink in Maryland because even though he was a senior, he was 17. And let me tell you something. If the law changes right before you turn 18 and they tell you you can't drink till you're 21 now, you're going to remember that for the rest of your life. You're going to be, damn it, I was that close to being able to drink legally. Yeah. He knew it. And he just, was drinking illegally, and I don't care that he was drinking illegally. That doesn't disqualify him from being a Supreme oh, Court Oh, h- how about the fact that... Lying about it under he, oath disqualifies him from being a Supreme Court How justice. about the fact that he, he said he was never... He never drank to blackout. He never drank to excess. Yeah. He was never out of control. And he was a stumbling, slobbering... And there was um, a bar fight after UB40 concert. Of all the oh concerts God. to have a bar fight after, UB40... <laughs> Was I guess he drank too much red red wine? I was gonna. Yeah. Say, I was about ready to say insert red red wine joke here. So I did. I did. <laughs> he <yeah>. happily did. <laughs> Low hanging but, fruit. Uh, <laughs> he's awful. So, yes, yes. So yes. I, I I do want to ask people that there there are definite lapses in his credibility right now. So even if you are are inclined to say this is he said she said, doesn't that give you some pause? Look. The Democrats aren't going to win here. You can withdraw his name right now and put out one of many judges that the Federalist Society put out there that they want they, that they approved of. That Trump just picked a name out of the hat. He can pick another name out of the hat. You guys can get him confirmed before the midterms, and you all be happy. Why are you backing this horse? I don't understand it. Because he's the one guy that believes that you can't. Um, indict and, and I, I prosecute a sitting president. That's why Trump is backing the horse. I understand yes. that, but why is this Senate? Why is this party? Why are his supporters backing this horse? Why aren't they just saying, cut bait, get somebody else qualified out there now, let's get them confirmed? I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it amazes me how lost the Republican Party is right now. Because you never, you never admit when you're wrong. You, you know, he never admits when he's wrong. So, but we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be right. it's, it's gonna be on Jeff Flake. It's gonna be on Susan Collins. It's gonna be on Lisa Murkowski. It's gonna be on the same rogues gallery of Republicans to stand up and say enough's enough. And we'll see if they do. So, so what else? Let's, let's. I got a bunch of stuff. So what else? What else do you want to talk about? What else? Current events? And did anybody die? What else do you want to talk about? Do we have any this week? Uh, I. Not sure. Did we did we have any pass this week? I don't think I heard anybody pass this week. I may have just been out of the loop on that, but I mean, what like ten thousand people an hour or something died, but like nobody we care about, right? <laughs> no one with name recognition. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so so there's no no in memoriam this week. Thankfully, you know I hate losing people unless they're really shitty people. But no. Um. Do you want to? Well, I mean. You said you hate losing people except there was losing people. Do you want to have a Hitler in memoriam? But it wouldn't be called in memoriam about that. It would be... We need to come up with a good term for people who die that we dislike. We don't want to call it in memoriam. Um, well, no, because, like, every year I uh, on Hitler's birthday I sing him happy birthday. Like, happy birthday to you happy birthday dear hitler you're burning in hell sort of thing you know do you, do you want to call it do you, instead of in memoriam do you want to call it handbasket to hell uh handbasket to hell or tap dancing on your grave yeah 
Yeah. I, I piss on your headstone. You know, we can we can we can call it that. Whatever. Yeah, sort of like you know, like the Charlie Manson would have been a perfect you know person to put in. He, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, multi yeah. multi multiple murders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're glad Charlie's dead. Yes. I think, well, well, I think I think the handbasket to hell, piss on your grave. That's good. We we like that. So, we'll uh we'll we'll keep that to the side for the future. We haven't had any to to nominate for that this week, but I'm sure there'll be some in the future to use. Well, you know, well we could we could do an in memoriam for somebody that died ages ago. That just we never got the chance. We weren't doing the podcast, so we didn't have a chance. But it's about time they get the in memoriam. So today like, we remember Isaac Newton. Yes. In memoriam <laughs> for Isaac Newton, the, the father of classical physics, basically. And the creator of Fig Newtons. Very good, very good. And and um, John Cazale. You know who John Cazale is? Or, is oh, okay? from, I don't from know. The Godfather. and uh, Yeah, yeah, great actor. Am I getting his, am I getting his, right, uh, his first name right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it was John. Yes, I believe so. But this guy, interesting fact, he's the only person who who was he was in five movies in his lifetime, mm-hmm. and all five of them were nominated and or won the Academy Award. The that's only person who's been every movie he was in was either nominated or won the Academy Award. That's amazing and, track record. So and it was Dog Day Afternoon, mm-hmm. the two Godfathers, mm-hmm. Deer Hunter, and The Conversation. Yes, uh, Conversation is a very underrated film. If listeners don't know who he is, he played Fredo Corleone, the uh, soft-headed yeah. Corleone brother in the Godfather yes. movies. So. And it's an memorial because not only is he dead, but he died in like the early 80s? Yes. Or, he, the, late, or the late 70s, something no, like that. No, I think Deer Hunter was 1980. But he died, he came out after he died. Okay, so he either died in 79 or 80, so... I'm not sure, but basically, it's one of those things where, because I knew who the guy is, and you're you watching a rerun of The Godfather, one of these cable channels, and you're like, what, what, whatever, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, he died. Like, oh, he's, he was he's married to Meryl Streep at one time, was he not? Girl, no, engaged. Engaged, okay. Yeah, I knew that they were together, so. But he was a very, very good actor, and it, it, it's a shame. It, it, it ended way too soon for him. And so this in memoriam is dedicated to uh, John Cazale. Okay, thank you, thank you for making great movies. Um, so I will give Isaac Newton like the top billing on that, right? <laughs> Gravity, Godfather. What What do you think about more every day? <laughs> um, the Godfather. I usually do quotes from the Godfather as much as I can. No, gravity, I, I, gravity, I kind of take for granted. So, it's just there. Except that I'm not not really a Newton guy. I'm an Einstein guy. It's not because I'm a German Jew. That's not it. Sure. It's because no, I'm an Einstein guy though. They do make great bagels. Uh, Einstein brothers? What? Yeah, <laughs> that's. I was trying to say something about Einstein that's. Didn't have to do with him being a genius. So, well, you know there are, there are other famous Einsteins. Who do you know who um, Bob Einstein is? No, who's Bob Einstein? Um, he was known as Super Dave Osborne. Oh, okay, okay. And do you know who Albert, the other Albert Einstein, is? The living Albert Einstein is? No, who's the living Albert Einstein? Albert Brooks. Really? Who is the bu- the brother of Super Dave Osborne? Oh, well, there you go. You didn't know that Albert Albert Brooks is Albert Einstein? I did not know that, no. 
comedian, writer, director. Yeah, there you I go. I know who Albert Brooks is. I just did not know yeah. his real name was Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Oh, and you forgot one more. Young Einstein. Okay. Young Einstein. Oh, fuck you and your Yahoo Serious. <laughs> Yahoo Serious mentioned number two. Two podcasts in a row I brought up Yahoo Serious. Wow. Jeez. Oh, Try to top that, people. <laughs> I'm guessing that we're going to hear about it next week, too. <laughs> if I can work it in naturally. It has to be uh, natural. And, it, and guess what? It was natural both times. So. Okay. Uh, there you go. Can't be forced. You get, uh, you get a point. Uh, not, non-scoring point. <laughs> Uh, I'm also I'm also going to bring something up. That's what we need from Listener Prime. Should we start keeping score? Is it okay to actually <laughs> keep fucking score? Now, since we're on the subject, I want to mention something because remember in the last podcast when um, I attempted to get a point for Modest Yahoo, mm-hmm. and then later on we were talking, and then you gave me a point for something else. I can't remember what it was, but then this week you looked it up and indeed verified Modest Yahoo was famous. So you gave me points. So did you actually give me two points? Am I a point ahead? Uh, can you remember what I gave you the other point for? Damn it. Nope, then it doesn't. Expires oh. in three, oh. two, one. You get nothing, sir. <laughs> so I still just get the one point for... Yeah, we're still time. tied. We're still tied. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Don't upset the game. Yeah, yeah. I honestly if, don't remember. If you score, you got to remember how you scored. So... <laughs> If I just scored, should I smoke some weed now? It couldn't hurt. I'm saying is, post-coitus. Is it, is it legal in Maryland? No, I'm saying post-scoring. Post ah, uh, no, I'm just, just curious. Is it legal in Maryland? Um, there's medicinal here, but it's not yet. Um, I don't think it's actually on the market or anything yet. It's legalized in 2020 with a sports betting. <laughs> Something like that. Ooh, maybe you can but, place uh, a wager and get fucking high at the same day. Dude, not only do I not smoke weed, but I don't even drink anymore because I have two kids. I have a three-year-old and a three-month-old. I spend all day, every day, drinking gallons and gallons of coffee. My God. No, well, I'm not. I'm I, not. I'm not saying you should, you know, get drunk or get stoned while you're watching your kids. But guess what? You're an adult. You can still drink. Even I would have right kids. now. If I had, if I had two sips of beer, I would fall unconscious. I'm so. Uh, I've been I've been up since gotcha, gotcha. what whatever six thirty a.m. with my uh, goddamn it's, it's, brand new washer. It's not the the idea of actually drinking alcohol while around the children. It's the fact that you're lightweight and you can't handle it. And it would, it would make me really sleepy. Yeah, I am a lightweight too. <laughs> but uh, all right. So what else? So no in memoriam other than uh, John Cazale and uh, Isaac, Isaac Newton. Newton. What else? <laughs> Uh, you were going to transition to uh, laundromats. Let's go ahead and do that. So. Oh, I can talk about laundromats. Now, part of the fun of having a washing machine broken for a month is that you get to go to the laundromat to do your laundry. And so um, the key to any successful endeavor is proper preparation. And if you're going to a laundromat where it might, it might not be... First of all, laundromats are not necessarily in the nicest neighborhoods. And second of all, the clientele is... Um, um, pe- people who don't own washing machines and or have broken washing machines. So you just have to keep that in mind. Now, having said that, I made sure to dress appropriately. Um, like I did, I made sure when I was going to the laundromat, I didn't shower. I was wearing my shoes that were like my old shoes that like I used for like working in the yard. I literally wore a shirt that my baby had thrown up on a shirt I wanted to look the part unshaven 
Try to look hungover. I mean, I tried to look the laundromat. Wife beater. (laughs) I did not do that. Shorts with a hole in the crotch. (laughs) I was, the shirt, the shirt that I have that had the throw up stain also had holes in it. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. But um, it was, it was a fun experience just because there's comedy everywhere. You just have to look at it. For example, like. Especially a laundromat. I mean, that by itself is comedy, but. Just screams comedy because they had a sign up that said, shirts and pants must be worn at all times. No exceptions. <laughs> because you got to, because at least once a week, somebody goes in, strips down exactly. to their underwear. To wash what's on them. <laughs> uh-huh. There was a sign. In fact, I took a pic. I should post the picture I took. So not not only that, but um, and it's fun too because I don't know maybe some of the more modern ones are like credit card or like swipe card or a more modern system than coins, but they were everything was strictly uh, quarter operated and so it was so much fun because when you go to the change machine to like get changed for like a ten, a five or a ten to get all your quarters just to put right back in the machine, you feel like you just hit the jackpot and at Vegas at the at the uh, Bellagio, because you're like, all these quarters, like, all these quarters just dropping in, and she's like, oh, jackpot! <laughs> it is very exciting to get quarter, to get changed you're re- of you're, a $10 bill in a quarter. You're ready to go to the worst strip club in Maryland, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so like, make it hail. Clink, 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 clink! <laughs> so it's, it's making me think of some joke related to quarter slots, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something's in somewhere. <laughs> Something about quarter slots and the pennies. You don't even want to go with the penny slots. But um, anyway, so it, it's, it was fun. There was no AC in the laundromat, so that made it enjoyable to sit around. Oh, even better, yeah. Um, but the, fi- the, the, fi- the, the final little ha-ha was that there was like five different sizes of machines. And trying to size up you know, what size machine to use for my you know, the amount of clothes that I had... Because there is a double, there's, this is a classification. They have the double load, the triple load, the maxi load, and the mega load. And to me, all I can do is giggle and think about how it just it should be like titles for porno videos on you porn. <laughs> you know, oh, do I want the double load, or the maxi load? Yes. It just screams porno titles right there. Extra the double, the triple load. <laughs> Let me just go to Porntude and just Google triple load. Please don't. <laughs> anyway, so like, so the machines were the double, the triple, the mega, and the maxi. And the mythical one, because there was a sign. Right next to the sign that said you got to wear pants, there was a sign that was describing, I think it was either the cost or like how much detergent you use. Okay. It was saying, okay, for the, it's like for the double, the triple, the mega, and the maxi, this is how much... It was a chart for the detergent um, amount. And there was a mythical fifth one that they, in fact, did not have. Because I walked around and I looked for the machine called the... the um, Oh, fuck. I'm totally losing the name. Oh, I'm tired. It was the um, <laughs> Magnum. It was the Magnum. The Magnum load. load. The Magnum go load. To U, go to U-Porn or whatever and, <laughs> and, and look up Magnum load. So anyway, so that was the mythical largest size, but I, I did a complete lap around the place, and I could not find a single machine that was the Magnum load. Did you go to the girl at the counter and was like, I'd like to put my laundry in the Magnum load, and can you give me a medium <laughs> load as well? <laughs> I went up and I said... 
I am looking for a magnum load. Or, more important, actually, what I said was, um, estoy buscando uh, uh, load uh, muy grande, because the lady uh, spoke very little English. <laughs> the magnum load. Good. And our, our, our Spanish listener will note that that was perfectly uh, grammatically correct uh, Spanish right there. Sure. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, I could not find the magnum load machine, and this is my theory. My theory was that, in fact, the magnum load was the entire laundromat. It's like you just take a handful of quarters and, like, you put them in some <laughs> hidden slot somewhere, and the entire building just fills up with water. <laughs> and that was the magnum load. Sounds like, so that's all the ha-ha I got. It's like, it's like, it's the foam party of that part of town, so... Basically, so like I spent the whole time just giggling at the name of the washing machine. So, so I have a question for you. You got rid of your washing machine because of mildew in it. How mold. much? What is? Or mold. Wait, 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 mold. wait, 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 wait. Is there a difference between mold and mildew? I think there is. Yes, I think there is. So well, this I'll, is definitely deserving of a Wikipedia post. Yeah, I'll, I'll be more precise and say mold because that's the term you use. Um, so you got rid of your your washer because of mold in it. Exactly how much mold do you think is in a publicly used laundromat? Um, well, if they don't let mold build up, probably not a lot, because it smell you can tell right away by the smell that there's mold. Gotcha. And I didn't smell mold. So, I mean, we were doing things like forgetting and leaving the laundry in. First of all, you, like once it's done, you got to open and leave it open and let it dry. Second of all, we were forgetting about it and leaving wet clothes in there like overnight. Yeah. That's how that starts. And we were doing that repeatedly. That's how it builds up. And also, you have to clean it at least once every couple of weeks or once a month. You gotta yeah. run the clean. There's a clean cycle to try to. Get you know, you gotta do that regularly. Out. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the bottom line is the smell test. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess I wouldn't be so much worried about mold in those machines as what was on the clothing <laughs> that were washing those machines. You know. You, you didn't use bleach before. You might want to think about it now. Yeah. Just, there's a reason why that those machines were called the triple load. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the magnum load. <laughs> you don't want to go to the laundronette next to the brothel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, let's see what else. I got one more little story. All right. Let's go ahead and... Uh get that out there i think we're oh this is actually technically i have two but this is a really tiny story the bottom line is just to keep everybody up to date so um well this has been our second podcast it's the second one back since the baby it wasn't right it was uh no this is our two, third this is our third this is our third podcast right since okay the baby. third okay so we had the one back since the baby and then we had the last week which was the secret recordings and now we're doing uh the uh the next one after that and so just to give everybody an update on the baby I got a the baby's it's, it's about she's about three months old she's doing great good um but there's a sort of interesting tradition and I think the tradition concluded tonight which is but my, my wife has been binge watching Gilmore Girls while breastfeeding that is a great show you, so, so I know that you have a thing for uh, wait I don't it's on the um uh, Laura, uh, Laura, her name? Laura like no, 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 no. Lauren Graham. No, 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 the, the actress, Lauren, Lauren Graham. Graham yes. You sort of, you have a thing for Lauren Graham. Yes, right. Yes, you I watched did. Gilmore Girls. I watched Gilmore Girls religiously, buddy. That was well, I had... why, why? 
No, I'm, I'm just saying, wow, I, I never yeah, knew that. I did. I watched it when it was on the air. I watched it religiously. That was one wow. of... Let me tell you wow. something. I know, it's like, okay, it's a mother-daughter relationship, and you would think most guys would not be interested in that, and probably most guys aren't. But if they stop with that problem of, I can't watch a show that's female-centric, and they sit down for a second and watch it, they will find one of the smartest, funniest shows on TV. Mm. It was, at that... Well... At the time, it was one of the smartest, funniest shows in TV. And the proof that it is still the people behind it are one of the, are some of the smartest, funniest people. Um, the creator of Gilmore Girls just basically swept the Emmys for the marvelous Miss Maisel for on uh, Amazon, which I haven't watched huh. yet. But uh, the um, oh God, I am blanking on their names. It's a husband and wife team, uh, which actually they've done some things for Family Guy and things like that as well. But they are very, very... She especially is very, very funny. She's a very talented writer. And uh, she was the brains behind that show. With the exception of its last season, which was its worst season. And she created a very, very good show. And I would gladly tell people that I watched that show. I mean, really the only thing I have to say to you is... Can I offer you some peanut butter, if you know what I mean? See? No, um, See, now, you, you have got to break out of that, man. You can't be, all right. you okay, can't so be that way. Through this osmosis, is 21st century. Have... This is 21st okay, century. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Be right, a different type of man. I... Be a different type of man. I am a different type of man. I'm accepting of everybody. And um, through osmosis, I've watched about half the series. Because if it's on around you constantly... Yeah. My wife has been obsessively binging. Obsessively binging on this show. And this is my only concern. My only concern is that my daughter's first word will not be mama or dada, but fucking Lorelai. My daughter's first <laughs> word will be Lorelai. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried. I always say Lorelai at the wrong time myself. But <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, so I think it comes to an end tonight because I think tonight she watched the last of. You know, uh, did you watch the revival? Is this news to you? No, no, I watched the revival, the Netflix. It was only four episodes long. Um, it was called I'm sh- I'm sh- it was called Gilmore Girls Seasons. They had four episodes, yeah. each one an hour and a half long. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was definitely better than the last season. It didn't quite reach the pinnacle that the show was at before, and it did kind of leave on a cliffhanger. But it was worth the watch. I, I was I was happy that I watched it. So. I assume there's going to be more, but uh, anyway. So that's just like the baby update. The goddamn Gilmore Girl. Um, breastfeeding ritual is coming to an end this evening. The other thing I noticed is that um, I might have stumbled upon a way to calm my daughter because she does not like to ride in the car at night for some reason. She cries a lot when we're riding at night. But we we took a grocery trip. I think um, mom sent... It was like it was like a challenge, daddy challenge. Like, hey, take the baby, go to, uh, go to the grocery store, do some shopping. Because we were like really low um, on groceries. And my wife... Um, she was, I think she was sick, and so she sent me out. She's like, I'm not feeling well. Go, we're low on groceries. Do, do a quick run. I ran to the grocery store with just me and the baby, just the, the, the young one, if you will. And I discovered quite by accident, like, I think I found a way to calm her riding the car at night. It's because I was listening to our last podcast. Okay. And I think the sound of my voice on the speakers calmed her down. You know, I, I have a feeling that the sound of our voices on our podcast put a lot of people to sleep. So, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. 
Well, that's great. So, like, if we've stumbled upon like, a new way, I don't care as long as people are listening. If they're listening in their car or trying to put their kids to sleep, I'm fine <laughs> as long as they're listening. I don't care. I'll take it. That's a win, buddy. This is the strangest lullaby. It's a bunch of f bombs and rants about <laughs> President Trump. But hey, it's working. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that I don't know if it only applies to my child because she's here's my voice. It could. You know, I should try playing my for my children. Actually, my children have heard it uh, a little bit. I try not to play it around them because, again, there's a lot of F-bombs and rants about President Trump. And they recognize my voice. And, oh, I, I was told, I was told by my oldest daughter that she thinks I'm doing this podcast at work. Because if you're a longtime listener, I work away from home. So I'm gone for stretches at a time. And so we record this podcast when I'm away from my house because it's very hard to do around the kids. Um, so my daughter's heard this podcast, and my oldest uh, said, uh, you know, she wanted uh, me to give her name, say her name, when I did my podcast at work. So I am going to say, Elizabeth, Aaron, go to sleep. There you go. I've said your names, babies. And what are you doing listening to this podcast? This is for adults only. This is uh, naughty. There's naughty words that you should not say. While daddy is around. When he's not around, you say whatever you want. Because that's basically what kids do. And now I'm going to go ahead and give you Darren's social security number. Let me go ahead and say that. And my telephone number. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So what else? So that's the baby update. Can that be a new segment? What about now baby update? I'm I'm good with talking about our progeny. The baby update only lasts as long as she's a baby, which is until she's a toddler, which is like... Do you want to call it, literally, the, do you want to call it the progeny update, where we could just make it about kids? No, no, because when your kids get older, nobody gives a fuck about your kids. You don't think there's going to be anything interesting about your daughter once she stops shitting her pants? Um, yeah, but those those are stories that that will make the rotation up because of the progeny update, because they're a funny story. Yeah, but we could put it in uh, we could tell the funny story but we could put it in the subset the progeny we don't have to i'm just uh, brainstorming it i think we should we should constantly be developing new segments so first it's going to be the baby update then it's going to be the toddler update then it's going to be the uh why won't you move out of my house update (laughs) my god why won't you leave update do you still live here update (laughs) jesus christ i haven't had sex in months because of you kids updates (laughs) so uh That'll give us new segments. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the end of the uh, this the inaugural edition of the What About Now Baby Update. There we go. Da, 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 da. What about now baby update? So we have to. We should really go through our backlogs and see what 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 segments we've gotten. If we've had some that have fallen defunct, and we can bring them back. But uh, I can't think of it. Well, let's right not now. force it. I mean, because we always have the tinfoil hat in memoriam, the lightning round. We have all kinds. The yeah. confrontation. Yes, we've had we've had our confrontations. Don't have to worry about it. Am I going to have to go back and, like... Um, I just don't want to forget record. some. There might be some gems in there that we forget, so... It'll come up. Don't worry, because we'll have some sort of discussion. We'll be like, oh, that's the what you call, the one looking for a hat segment. You know? Maybe our listener prime could be the what about now archivist. And just Ooh. bring up... <laughs> Different show facts. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, that would be the world's worst job. <laughs> How about? <laughs> really? Are you forgetting about the guys in India who manually unclog the sewers? Okay. Well, uh, okay, I'll give it to them. Slight edge to also, them. <laughs> <laughs> and also, in case you were wondering, they're not wearing any protection except no. for the oh, face no. mask. Oh no! Yeah, they don't have they don't have PPE or 
personal protective equipment. As we well, they have plenty of PP. <laughs> they have plenty of PP, though. There's no PPE. STD as well, so... <laughs> By the way, for some odd reason I was looking at today, but um, I learned that there are five recognized um, hepatitises, hepatitis, wow. A, B, C, D, and E. There are five official hepatitises, wow. A, B, C, D, and E. Wow, that's that sounds like a Sesame Street of hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Hepatitis D <laughs> and Hepatitis E. Except it doesn't sound like Sesame Street. It sounds like a street in a more racy part of town. <laughs> like that's right next to the laundromat, as I talked about earlier. <laughs> the street that has the broth on the laundromat. That's it. Yeah, it's like that movie that came and went, The Happy Town Murders, which actually I kind of wanted to see, but it, it didn't last and it wasn't very good, apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So that's it. So then I got my. Fun. What you want to talk about anything else? Cause it's, it's it's approaching ten thirty, and I yeah. said to my my lovely darling wife that I'd be done around ten thirty. So we have another few minutes. Do you have anything you want to cover I, before I, I just, do my final my final story? Uh, just real quick recommendation uh, for television viewers. Um, this is one that you will not watch. Or, I mean, you would watch it if you had time, but you won't because you don't. Um, but this is not new to a lot of people. It's been out for a while, but it's I finally sat down to watch it. It's new to me. It's a show on Netflix called Black Mirror. Um, I've heard of that. It, it's like a Twilight Zone. It's like the Twilight Zone. It's it's but the the premise of pretty much every episode is technology based. Um, technology, the way we use technology, and how that can be perverted. And, and, and used in different ways and twisted in different ways and so so every episode has kind of got a technological twist to it um, but it's it's excellent show it's it's British it's almost a, a majority British cast um, some if you watch British TV you'll recognize like Jodie Whittaker who's the new Doctor Who was in an episode um, Daniel Cadu who was in Black Panther and Get Out he was in an episode uh, uh, Domino Gleason, who plays Hux in the Star Wars movies, and Haley Atwell, who plays Agent Carter in the Marvel movies, the Captain America movies, they were both in an episode together. Um, there's been American actors every once in a while, including John Hamm was in an episode. Um, it's it's really good. It's it's a definite um, successor to the Twilight Zone, and it does it very well. Um, there hasn't been too many episodes that I've disliked. Um, it's a it, it'll be a quicker watch for you. There's four seasons, but the first season's only got like three episodes, and then there's like four episodes in the second, and then they move to six and six episodes. So you've got like twenty episodes total to watch the whole thing, and uh, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, some have been a little bit better than other, but I have really enjoyed it. So okay, cool. That's I will definitely never watch that because I have no time. Well, look. I'm giving you shows that I, I understand you, you have time right now for Better Call Saul. So Better Call Saul, the season will end probably in a few weeks here. So, yeah, I think there's like one more left or two more left. So there you go. I'm, I'm giving you hour-long shows that are not very long, you know, that, that don't have a ton of episodes that you can plug in. So I've given you the Orville. That's a 12-episode series. Plug that in for the next 12 weeks where you would watch Better Call Saul. Or plug in Black Mirror where you would watch hmm. Better Call Saul. Except all the new fall stuff is going to start up when we watch The Flash and we watch a few others. And I don't know what to tell you. 
Um, I have a little recommendation since we're talking about it. Something that I finally got around to watching. It's a movie by Duncan Jones. I was a big fan of a couple of other things like I, I Source like Code. Moon was really good. Mo- Moon, Source Code. And this one's supposed to be a spiritual sequel to it called Mute. Have you seen Mute? I have not seen Mute, no. Netflix only exclusive. That was it's set in the same universe as Moon. Okay. And um, so I was surprised because it got really low reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but I enjoyed it. I, en- I enjoyed it immensely. And it starred um, Alexander Skarsgård okay. and and uh, Paul Rudd and uh, oh. a couple other people. I enjoyed it. Okay, I'll have to add that to my list of movies. I'm really behind on movies. Movies are the thing I have a hard time sitting down to watch. I... Except it's on Netflix, and it was so... Just pretend it was... Uh, Special on Netflix. There you go. Yeah, no, I know. I it, It's, for whatever reason, I just haven't been sitting down to watch movies. But, uh, okay, I will put that on my in my queue, as they say. So, but bit of, uh, yes, bit of Star Wars news. They released today that, uh, they have a title for the new Star Wars show on Disney streaming. It is going to be called The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, not the Metachlorian. Not the Metachlorian, the Mandalorian. Do you know what the Mandalorians are? I don't. Mandalorians are the people that wear the the planet, their warriors wear the armor that was popularized by Jango Fett and Boba Fett. The armor Uh, that those two... Oh, yeah. yeah, Right, 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 yeah. yeah. They wear Mandalorian armor, so... This does not sound like it is about Boba Fett or Jango Fett. It is about another Mandalorian. There's not a lot of details yet. But it sounds like it's almost going to be kind of like a... I want to say, from the gist I'm getting from it, it's like a Western. Like a like a Clint Eastwood man with no name Western. Where this Mandalorian is kind of almost like a gun for hire type thing. Oh, wow. We know how successful Westerns have been in the box office the past... 50 years. Well, this isn't going to be a direct Western. This is going to be a Star Wars show that mimics a Western. Guess what? Star Wars mimicked a Western. So, Also, Westworld has been quite successful. Exactly. So I think we'll be all right. I think you put, all right. I think you put Star Wars and John Favreau together and you'll be all right. So, so uh, what about now, in case you missed it? We got Black Mirror. We have uh, Mute. Mute. And get ready to shell out money for Disney streaming. Disney streaming. Yes. Mickey Mouse. Something about Mickey Mouse's 90th birthday or something? Yeah, it's Mickey Mouse's 90th birthday and his trek towards immortality. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Mickey Mouse. (laughs) He will never admit I'm right on that. (laughs) We'll have to wait around 300 years to find out. You know, I was thinking about that. If I could create a serum that would give me infinite life, and I had a finite amount of that serum to give, I would first give my two children, because I love them more than anything in this world. And I would give it to my wife, because she's the only one that listens to this podcast, and I don't want to lose her only listener. (laughs) But 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 the next person I would give it to would be you, sir. I would give it to you. That's amazing. You know why? And naturally, why? Because not only you're my oldest friend, but I would really look forward to you living 300 years with me (laughs) so I could look at you and say, told you so, motherfucker, there's Mickey Mouse still right over there. I would do that. I would just for that. That's awesome, dude, but I got some bad news because I would would immediately turn around and sell it for like $5 billion. (laughs) 
I, I am a Jew, you know. You could use your blood as the uh, the basis for the serum at that point. So. I would cut it. You know what I would do? I would cut it. I would cut it with baby powder and then sell it. Oh crap! I only lived two hundred years. Uh. <laughs> uh, the, this is this is good stuff. No, trust me. Now, if you were immortal and you had to pick, and I had to give it to you now, would you be comfortable? Feeling like you do now for eternity. Oh, with these knee- oh, my knees are bothering. Yeah, me. that's the thing. It's like, it's like, I figure if you get a chance to be immortal, you would take it, but you would have to pretty much start at where you're at at this point. And yeah. we are no longer at our prime. And I think I'm still good enough to where I'm like, okay, I could handle this for eternity. But I ain't got much longer before I say I don't. Want- <laughs> <laughs> Shit hurts too much for me to want to do this forever. <laughs> That's basically the plot of Zardoz, where people live forever. Yeah. But there's. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not seen Zardoz, and I know that's been a recommendation you for a while. So, Sean Connery. They live for. Yes, in a loincloth. You can't beat that. Wish okay. I had some peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so they basically, in a nutshell. They live forever, and so the only punishment they can dole out is to age people. Ah. So they can be like, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I'll check that out. Kind of like a reverse Logan's run. So. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. All right, but they're both awesome. Uh, yeah, I've seen them. And this is my fa- I have seen Logan's my run. Fa- That's a great one. My favorite genre of film, in case you're wondering, is psychedelic post-apocalyptic. So basically all the 70s. Yeah, exactly. Logan's Run, Zardoz. Soylent uh, Green. So we, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that psychedelic or just post-apocalyptic? It's not, it's not, it's not, that is not post-apocalyptic. There's a society. Soylent Green? Uh, okay, it's not post-apocalyptic, but it's a pretty bleak future. It's a but bleak it's future. I mean... Okay. It's dystopian. Okay. Um, all right. Omega Man. How's that? Yeah, which they've remade 27 times. Yeah, the last exactly. one was with Will Smith as a... What was the one with Will Smith? What, 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 uh, was, I Am uh, Legend. I Am Legend. Which yeah, is the name of the original story, so... They've literally remade it like five times. Trivia question for you. A Star is Born is coming out this weekend with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. How many times have uh-huh. they made that film? 73. No, no. Well, that's a serious question. I actually had to look it up. I don't know. Like three? Four times. The first one okay, was in the close. 30s with like Frederick March and somebody... The second one was in the 50s with Judy Garland. The third one was in the 70s with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. And now they're making huh. it again with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. What about the jazz singer? Uh, they've made that, th- what, three times now? Is that three times? Uh, there was Al Jolson, there was, there was Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond, there was another one. Wasn't there yeah. another one more recent than that? Uh, maybe, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. And how about Scarface? Scarface. Uh, they had the one with, was it Jimmy Cagney, the first one? There was an old one, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Jimmy Cagney. And, of course, there was Al Pacino's. So. All right, so final thing. Man, we're, not, we're really just starting to heat up here. Yeah. Well, we got to end strong. I know, I feel like um, you know, we're, we're meandering well. Well, it had to be higher than where we started, so. <coughs> where did we start? We stumbled, did we, start? we stumbled out of the gate this, this tonight. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, the audience is mostly going to not hear that shit because it took us 20 minutes of bloopers. Yeah, and yeah. There might, All right, let's wrap let's it up. Let's put it this way. We've got enough end-of-credits bloopers to last the rest of the year. So <laughs> Maybe we'll just release a whole episode of Oh, bloopers. there you go. 
Some say we've already Black have. Oh. Uh, ooh, ouch. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, who's serious? <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so my final thing I just want to mention was that uh, a very quick, quick story. Okay. Uh, so we were, over the weekend, we were out and about. We went, stopped at lunch, and... We were. I said, well, let's just try a new place. We're we're heading in a particular direction. I don't know what's over that way. I don't know. I'll just pick a random place. I picked this cafe. It turns out this cafe was a a very special cafe, in that it was advertised as completely allergen free. It was advertised as a place where people with all kinds of different food allergies can go and feel safe. It's a completely clean environment, and so that you know, if because there's a lot a lot of people have a lot of. There are many different types of life-threatening food allergies. Yeah. Or just, maybe not life-threatening, but just people that have food yeah. allergies. And so this place specifically caters to this place. We ended up there. Was everyone in a fucking plastic bubble or something? Or They weren't. No, they were not. But, like, there were signs everywhere. On the bathrooms, there was, like, little benches. Outside. My, my wife gave me a requirement. She says, wherever we go, it's a beautiful day. I want to sit outside. And I said, oh, okay, here's a place. I had no idea. I just saw the review, and I saw the pictures on Google. And I was like, look, they have outside seating. We go there, and there's even signs on the outside seating that says, look, this is a place that's free. It's for allergy sufferers. It's very serious. You don't bring any outside food and drink. And only people that are eating here should sit here. And then, and so, and then you go in, and you find that, like, basically most of the stuff that they sold was free of nuts. I mean, there's the list, man. It was free of nuts, oats, shellfish, soy, gluten. Now, I think they had dairy, but they had two kitchens. They had the dairy kitchen and the dairy kitchen. You can get stuff either with or without dairy. Mm-hmm. I think cause maybe because most people are not deathly allergic to dairy, but like the other stuff can be deathly allergic. So anyway, so this very interesting concept. And we ate there. I'm like, well, what the hell? Because let's, let's, let's try something different. Of course, they were, I think, vegan. Some of it was vegan. Uh, obviously, like the, the non-dairy stuff was probably vegan. But uh, I was like, well, I like trying new places. And let me have a, you know, I'm interested in maybe a... A weird gluten-free brownie or something, or just we were there. The bottom line is, we were there. We were in a hurry. Like, fuck it, we're not going anywhere else. We're here. Just leave me alone. You got a place to sit outside. You're fine. Now, quick quiz before I, to interrupt. But can you think of other um, besides food allergies? What are some other dangerous allergies? Oh, uh, I would say bites or stings. Yeah. What else? Um. Let's see. Antibi- certain antibiotics, penicillin. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, very good. I, I, I was looking at the list today, and I saw that, antibiotics. There's other ones, like, l- apparently latex allergies are pretty... Yeah, yeah. There could be that. So there's all these types of allergies, but... Uh, actually, antibiotic allergies are the number one. Um, I don't know if the deadliest or the most prevalent or whatever, but... Okay. But... Uh, so the irony here was that we were sitting outside at this place... And there were like all these plants outside because apparently they grew their own, um, not veggies, uh, spices. Um, because they had like basil and they had chai. They had like they had half of the Simon and Garfunkel song. <laughs> they had like sage and thyme or something. I can't remember what it was. I just remember it was half of the Simon Fuck and Garfunkel. Fuck parsley and rosemary. <laughs> yeah, but and they had some other stuff, cilantro or whatever. They had all these plants around, and like we're sitting there, and then like a bee comes over and we're shooting her away. Okay. Everybody's fine. And my wife's a little bit... That's sort of a touch subject because she recently got stung by some hornets. And so then I go inside. I went inside to use the bathroom whatever. And then I see my wife and daughter coming in. And there's a big to-do because, like, my wife's like, 
I just got stung by a bee. And then, at, like, in the process of getting inside, then, like, she smacks my daughter with the door. Whatever. So, like, it's oh. a big whole injurious crying mess. Oh. And then the people there are freaking, people there are used to daily allergies, so they're like, like okay, it's a, not, it's a non-anaphylactic. Because, apparently, that comes up quite frequently. So, like, meaning that it would, my wife did not have an allergy. Okay. So, I just want to point out, do you notice any irony at the restaurant? This restaurant, which touts itself... <laughs> As the only place in the county, state, and country that uniquely caters to allergy people. Getting stung by Do a not bee. Ha- getting stung by a bee, but having an environment outside with all these plants where there's bees hanging out outside. <laughs> and bee sting allergies are actually quite dangerous. <laughs> so at the, at the place that was a safe haven for food allergy sufferers, my wife, in fact, got stung by a bee. It's- Direct sequel to my girl over here. <laughs> Basically. So, like, just, like, I can't make this shit up. These uh, odd coincidences that happen. Uh, yeah, let's the, the say that's safe people for food allergies. Well, she gets stung, she died of a bee allergy. <laughs> Quick, give her a shot of penicillin. <laughs> oh, uh... I'll... Wait, 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 wait. Wait, put some latex gloves on first. <laughs> you gotta be safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, Amy Sherman Palladino. That was her name. It just came to me. The creator of, you talk, uh, you about? Creator of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, very yeah. good. Okay. It just came to me. And her husband, I think, is Daniel Palladino. So, so. Excellent show. Check it out. <sighs> All right, man. Let's wrap it up. We did re- ready to the listener prime. Let's do it one more time. Just a quick yeah. show. Darren and Ted. <clears throat> one more time. Darren, let me do it. Darren and Ted at gmail.com. <laughs> D-A-R-I-N-A-N-D-T-E-D at gmail.com. Email us. Any listener, nobody's done it yet. Let us know you're alive. We'll get you a box of crap. And you know what? Even if you don't want to be listener prime, just email us, and then we'll because st- we'll, we'll just start it again. We'll start a new box of crap until it'll be an ongoing thing until somebody wants to be listener prime. But we just want to get an email from somebody. <laughs> Tell us we suck. I don't care. Just get in contact with us. Remember the phrase that pays. Bush country. I don't know what's the bush country. Bush country. Bush country. There you go. Yes. And well, I'm gonna get going because I'm gonna go to porn because I want to Google bush country. <laughs> And Magnum Load. Magnum Load. <laughs> What's our sponsors this week? Our sponsors is... <laughs> oh, very good. Thank you for reminding me. Samuel Adams, uh, Oktoberfest. Uh, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Peter Pan Peanut Butter. Back Fat. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Black Mirror on Netflix. Um, moldy Washing Machines. <laughs> and Allergen-Free Restaurants Filled with Bees. Yes, yes. If we don't get you one way, we'll get you another. (laughs) Well, until next time, this has been Darren. And this is Ted. And you've been listening to What About Now. Good night, everybody. gentlemen welcome to another travel to bush country Alex Jones is off this week no no no
A travel to Bush Country trailer. Okay, yeah, that, that didn't work. <laughs> See, this is going to make the post show. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, journey with me from sea to shining sea in Bush Country. Alex Jones is off this week, but this week we're going to talk about the war in Iraq, how this is going to be a cakewalk. Saddam Hussein, the perpetrator of 9-11, has some things to fear, and that's George W. Bush, Dick Rumsfeld, Dick Cheney. Damn it, I said Dick Rumsfeld. It's Donald Rumsfeld. Dick Cheney. Paul Wolf. <laughs> Colin Powell. And all of America's great men and women in the armed services, we are going to be done with this war before you know it.